Their book's solid, but outfitters in southwestern Newfoundland fear they won't be able to open because of wind energy work in the Angua Mountains. I'm Glenn Wheeler, and this is Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about Mi'kmaq people, politics, land, and water. Welcome to episode 259. Mi'kmaq Matters is brought to you with listener support. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Matters. Outfitting is big business in the Codroy Valley of southwestern Newfoundland. American hunters descend in September, spreading their U.S. dollars throughout the area. There is hardly anyone who doesn't benefit somehow, from guides to B&Bs to the corner stores and restaurants. But there is deep anxiety in the valley right now. The World Energy GH2 Wind Hydrogen Project hasn't even been approved, but the disruption has already begun. Test towers in the Angua Mountains, that's Area 9 in the province's big game management areas, are already in the works. Construction is expected in September, just about when hunters arrive looking for their moose. Outfitters fear it's the beginning of the end of an industry that has sustained the Codroy Valley for generations. One of them is Art Ryan of Mountaintop Outfitters. We reached him in the town of Doyle's. So first of all, Art, uh, tell us where you're yep. located and tell us a bit about your, your outfitting business. I'm located in the Anguil Mountains and the Long Range Mountains. Um, in, in, several, in several areas, nine was the original where, where, where operation first started back in, the, my father started back in the late 50s, early 60s in Anguil Mountains. And uh, uh, well, expanded, started expanding in the past uh, 20 years after I took full control of the Anguilla Mountains operation. I see. And uh, then we started expanding. My wife and I started expanding, and uh, to get the, you know, just to, the, to be able to stay here in the valley was the idea, so we wouldn't have to go west. Mm. And uh, so it, it just kept growing and growing, and uh, right now, was, uh, well, this valley is full of outfitters. A lot of outfitters in this valley. And so how many how valley. many outfitters in the valley would you estimate altogether? Well. Well, you got uh, Area Nine first, which is Anguilla Mountains. There's approximately there's there's ten hunting operations, mm-hmm. and there's one, two, three, uh, one, two, three, four, five, five uh, uh, operators. I see. Ten, ten hunting operations, ten quotas, ten different quotas, and. Uh, um, and moose, yeah, I guess, would so, be the would be the biggest. Uh, you would have moose and bear, maybe a bit of uh, moose, woodland caribou, also, uh, maybe. Yeah, woodland caribou caribou will be on the other side of the highway. I see. On the Long Range Mountains, but that's uh, uh, it's primary moose in the area nine. There's bear too, but the, most all the revenue comes in from moose. Yes. And. Uh, now the summertime, there's there's salmon fishing too. Is also in the summertime, but uh, yeah, we've been doing this 
well, it seems like forever, but the, and and most of the could not not I wouldn't say most, but I'd say probably half or close to half of the people possibly connected to the outfitting in the in the Conway Valley, and in some sort or other, some way or other, which uh, the stores and gas stations, uh, uh, guides, uh, carpenters, mechanics, you name it. Like I got right now, I have uh, I have three guys working right now, mm. getting ready. Right. And two more, a couple more coming on the end of June. Now, I don't know if it's a smart move or not because I, I don't know if we're going to be allowed to hunt. Right. <laughs> so so um, money's going out. May, may not be any coming back. So the money that, so I, uh, and I suppose most of your, I guess a lot of your your clients will be Americans. I see on your website there that it's 4500 yes. to $5,000 a week for the um Yep. For the for the yep. for the hunt, and then of course, as you say, they spend money uh, here and there. They're you know they're down at the uh, the corner store buying smokes or beer or whatever, and they're going to the restaurants yep. and um, yep. spending that American money. Yeah, and all the cabins around here, pretty much, they're full in the fall. This uh, with with Americans coming in early and then leaving late and stuff like that. There's always always cabins are usually booked up, and there's quite a few cabins in this valley. Hmm. For Taurus, yes, but uh, yeah, and uh, they say the spin-offs here is is incredible. Yes, so the money the money circulates, the money comes in, and um, yeah, it uh, makes its way around the communities out there in the valley. Yeah, yeah, and as I, uh, the way I've always looked at it, like when you bring money in, like uh, we got about uh, a third Canadians and and two-thirds Americans that, that comes on. And uh, I, if you bring in money from another province, that's new money coming in to a certain extent. But you bring in, when, you bring, when you're bringing in money from uh, from another country, that's a whole new pile of money coming into into the country and the province. Yes. Uh, which, which is uh, this new money going in the pot to circulate. Yes. So yes. Yeah, I, I think it makes quite a difference. <clears throat> But uh, and there's going to be a lot of people that to work here. I got a feeling. <laughs> if, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so tell us about what you've heard about the. Um, tell us what you've heard about these uh, test towers. I guess at the moment we're talking about the test okay. towers. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know if we have an idea how many actual wind turbines they want to put out in the Angwell Mountains, but we know they want to build some test towers. Now, how many test towers uh, have you heard they want to put up out there? There's five. I, they're marked. They're already there. They're marked now. They're marked. If you can go on, you can go on the, the government atlas map for Newfoundland, and you can see where they've already got the, the license from the crown from uh, Crown Lands to go ahead with the towers. They're, I see. They're, it's, uh, marked, it's marked on the maps. There's one on the south side of uh, Cadre Pond, and then the rest of them are in the Anguilla Mountains. The other four. In, and and, and how would that? Um... How would that affect the the outfitters? Because I suppose um, they'll be, uh, you know, to put up the towers. I suppose they'll have to uh, widen some of the trails. There'll be a lot of traffic going up there with the equipment. So, what do you? How do you think it's going to go down? Well, myself, where I'm located, I'm located in the in the area where they're going to put the where they're going to put the turbines. But the test towers, I'll probably be safe this fall. Uh, now, Kenny Ryan. He's he's the test tower is going right there where he's at, and uh, and uh, uh, David and Michael Gillum, the test tower is going right on top of those guys. That's nice. they're they're 
right, right on them, right on their camps. Right, nice. You know, within, within, I don't know how many meters, but uh, you know, maybe, uh, maybe two or three hundred meters or four or five hundred meters from the camps. Right? So they're they're right there. They're, uh, and I can't see them even being able to hunt this fall. I don't know. I, I might be wrong, but uh, with them test towers going in, they're supposed to be going in in September. And I mean, that's when we're right in the heavy part of the hunting. We start we start early September hunting. So I guess uh, the, your, the, the visitors would be, um, rather than looking out and seeing, you know, the nice peaceful surroundings, they'll, yeah. be, seeing, uh, they'll yeah. be seeing equipment, heavy equipment, and uh, people uh, pouring concrete or whatever for, the, for these uh, test towers. And I guess they're not yeah. going to be, with all this commotion, I guess they're not going to be a lot of moose. The moose aren't going to be. There's not going to be. No, the moose won't be there. The moose, mm. the moose, the moose won't hang around that. They won't stick around. Uh, and and are any outfitters even going to be allowed to hunt? I, I don't even know if they're going to be allowed to hunt being, being that close to test towers. Be safety issue. Uh, yeah, which I don't even know. You know, even if there's no moose, uh, uh, but no moose, you can still hunt. I mean, you won't get any, but that, but uh, I don't know if they're even going to be allowed to hunt being the, being the, the towers being erected from what I gather in Port of Port. You're not even allowed in to where the test towers are at, the trail mm-hmm. is at. So, so if that's the case, then outfitters wouldn't even be allowed to hunt. So, mm-hmm. but but I'm not sure. No, that's only that's uh, I'm guessing on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it will be disastrous for them. There's no doubt about it, whether you're allowed to hunt or not. It's, yes. Uh, so, do they already have uh, people lined up uh, to come from? I guess you probably have the same people. A lot of the same people come from year to year, and um, well, they're all booked. Yeah, they're all booked. So if I guess oh, yeah. they'll they'll have some of the the outfitters might have to call and give them the bad news that um, it's that, not as that, uh, that quite possible yet. That, that's I could see that happening. I mean, everybody's booked up solid. So uh, and, and you're booked up usually. I mean, most fellows are booked up a couple of years in advance. Mm-hmm. So it's uh I, I don't know i just don't like the direction it don't look good don't feel good mm. but uh and, know, and and what would I mean, be the uh, uh the effect on the valley because uh, i guess uh you know a lot of people go on the guides probably they're you know they fish for the first pers- first part of the year and then they go on the guides and they're counting on that um on that money and then uh you'll have your you know your bnbs and whatever who are uh expecting yep. the um you know this uh, the business so it might have a big uh a big uh economic impact on the valley oh yeah you, there's a i tell you there's a pile of money comes in this valley in the fall and mm. uh, and and it's uh you know it's spread out quite a bit around all through work people working and everything it's uh it's going to be a big impact mm. So what are uh, what are people saying? Uh, they must be very concerned about uh, all this stuff. In the yeah, universe. very concerned. I know a lot of my guides are saying, "What, what are we going to do?" <laughs> I I don't know. I just don't know. I said, "Okay, there won't be any work if we can't hunt." There's no, and and the hunters are not going to come and come just for the sake of sitting down and looking at a windmill and and, uh, and knowing they're not going to get any moose. Mm. I mean. Uh, there's a joy to hunt, but it's not uh, it's not that joyful that you just sit down and not expect to get anything and then watch windmills everywhere. They want to get their animals. Yeah, and the roads. The windmills one thing, but then you got all these roads. Oh they from what I've been reading up on, they're they're massive. So 
I, I can foresee the whole top of that hill, that mountain being just scraped. Uh, mm. where, and you know, you can't even you can't even mark an ATV trail in there. Mm. But yet they can uh, they they can come with the with the dozers and excavators and tractor trailers and go on in as they please. And, and I've I've tried to mark trails and I'm not allowed. Mm-hmm. They won't give me permission. Yeah, just just to put a mark up. That's mm-hmm. all. Just a mark. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, and, uh, and uh, drive over with an ATV. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna the bogs that they're gonna be going around. They're going through. They're, they're, that's all gonna have to be scraped clean. They can't. They wouldn't be able to go over it. They're gonna, they're gonna have to scrape them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be a massive, massive area that's gonna be wiped out, like just clean to the rack. So are people are people trying to uh, to get it stopped? Are they in touch with their? Uh, well, the MP is Goody Hutchings, of course, and uh, there's the uh, the MHA. Is there any um, you know any attempt to get your politicians to uh, try and intervene on your behalf? Oh yes, yeah. There's been lots of attempts, but you got to depend on politicians. Uh, well, Goody Hutchins, I mean, uh, he's good friends with, with John Risley. I mean, in that fishing camp, I guess she yes. sold the, I don't know how it worked. I guess she sold the fishing camp to Risley. Yes. Up in Labrador. But That's anyway, right. they're friends. And they had their, I, I don't know what was talked about at their big meeting they had up there, or their fishing trip. I'm sure the windmills come up when the, our premier was up on that fishing trip with, uh, with uh, Risley. And uh, there's a bunch of them there anyway. So The premier I, and, I, his, I, and his father. Yeah, so I, I I almost guess that the windmills might have been mentioned a time or two, mm. but they're all for them anyways. The premiers for them, and the, the politicians, the media politicians. There's some politicians as as against them, but mm. uh, they're not pulling the same line. That's uh, some of the conservative politicians are against them. So uh, people must be. You've been doing this. Uh all your, I guess, all your life, you took it over from your father and yep. you built this business over yep. the years. So this is, this is your business. Yep. This is what you know. Yep. And I suppose the other yep. outfitters would be the same, um, would be in a similar situation. Yep. This is your way of life. This is what you've, yep. what you've done all your working life. Basically. Ever since, uh, ever since uh, I've been up there since I was, I think first time I was up there five years old, I've been up there ever since. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, no, and then the same as the the uh, David Michael Gillum, they that was that was uh, the, their father started uh, back in the late fifties. Same thing, mm. and they've been at it all their lives. It's mm. uh, and to me, uh, it's uh, money is one thing. That's great, but you need money to live. But uh, there's it's deeper, way deeper than money. I mean, I know I got my uncle my uncle's ashes up there. He guided there. He started guiding there with with my father the the, the first year they hunted up there. Mm-hmm. Put put the operation up there. I mean, his ashes there. Come here, you read like size of a windmill now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, just it's uh, and if there's a buyout, if they're they're planning on that, I hear talk about uh, about compensation or buyouts or whatever. Well, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I I I'm not sell I I'm not because it's be wrong. My my principles don't agree with it. Mm. 
and they can offer me all the money they want. They can, it's just not happening. I'm not, mm. I'm not buying it. They, they can, they can bury me. They can ruin me, but they're not. They, I won't sell it. I won't, uh, or I won't take a, a package here. No compensation. Mm. Don't want it. Mm. I actually don't want nothing from the government or the companies. Mm. Do you think people in the valley uh, appreciate how much money there is uh, attached to the outfitting? industry you the sometimes one, we hear about the these one, windmills and people think oh that's great this is the modern way and it yeah. must be uh must yeah, be very lucrative yeah. but uh outfitting is what yeah. you're used to and maybe you don't appreciate what yeah. uh, the money outfitting brings yeah. well the way i see it i think more the, a lot of the people that moved to the valley in the recent years which there's a lot of a lot of new residents over the over recent years to the valley and maybe they don't quite understand that, what what outfitting actually brings in here but the people that's been here all along, the guides and everything, the, and the, 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 I believe they they see they see what comes into the valley. Mm. But uh, as far as the, you know, I say, there's, there are people there's and, and people that's not that just ignorant to the fact because I mean if you don't understand it you don't understand it if you don't see it you don't notice it uh, what what actually happens here and and. and and the knowledge of those windmills, I didn't know that. I was ignorant to the fact up until uh, oh, less than a year ago. I really didn't understand what, what, what the windmills are all about. So I started uh, digging in and studying it and trying to figure out how they worked in other places and what, what was entailed and what had to be done and all this. And, oh. <laughs> mm. I, I was, uh, a great learning curve, I tell you. Yes. Yeah. So, so what, what is, so here we are in, um, you know, getting on towards the end of June and um, you're going to have people, uh, you know, on the way in a, in a couple of months. So what, what are your, what are yep. you doing these days? Are you getting ready for, for hunters or are you just delaying mm. things or what, what are you up to these days? No, I, you, you can't, I can't delay. You got, I got to keep going. I always got to, got to keep, you can't take that chance. Just got to do the same same procedures every year. We've been getting ready since uh, oh, since uh, sometime in March. We've been getting ready with the with the equipment and everything, and uh, and uh, uh, upgrading the the camps and just not it was nonstop. Um, it's almost year round for me, pretty much. There's not yeah. much uh, there's not much time down as when we're not working on machines or or doing something. Mm. So, and and right now we're getting even we're getting more busy and more busy. So it's going to be flat out uh, right till Christmas. So and how are uh, how are bookings? You're booked just as uh, as much as in previous I'm, years. Yes, I'm 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 uh, full. I'm overbooked and compared to other years. I, I bookings are better this year than they have been in previous years. You've had That's to turn people away, probably. Oh yes, definitely turning people away. Yeah, yeah. But that <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just uh, you're going with a blindfold on now because that, you can't plan for anything. You don't you just don't understand it. The only thing you got to keep you got to keep doing putting the money into it because if you you can't get caught with your with your pants still. Yes. Just just in case everything works out, I I, I still have faith everything is going to work out. I, oh. I, I gotta. <laughs> You know, yes. that they're going that they're going to leave this valley alone because the, the wildlife in this valley uh, compared to any place we got two salmon rivers run down through it 
Uh, it's uh, the wildlife is abundant, and the birds, the estuary or whatever you want to call it, estuary here at the Grand Cadre River, the 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 amount of birds and bird watchers here now, they're all over the place. Just yes. I, I could see that being the window pretty good when uh, when all hell breaks loose with the windows and the, and the runoff coming down that river. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, when you scrape all sides of them hills, uh, you're gonna you're gonna have some major runoff, especially yes. clearing that big tracts of land that's gonna require. I'm looking at the maps. I'm just saying, my like, God, there's nothing gonna be left there. Hmm. So the uh, and uh, where where the these two salmon rivers? What uh, what rivers are they? They're the Little Cadre River and the Grand Cadre River. I see. And where and where's the where's the source of those rivers? Are they up uh, where the windmills would be, or where what's the source? Yes, of that? they start they start right from uh, well one one runs through the Cadre Pond, and there's there's uh, uh, there's all kinds of brooks. And like the the North Branch and the South Branch, South Branch River, which joins North Branch, of course, and uh, they uh, they run out of uh, well the South Branch especially the 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 North Branch you're going to get runoff coming out of Cadre Pond area of the, coming down the North Branch River, and the South Branch River you're going to get it coming out of uh, uh, places like Wedding Pond and. Uh, uh, Goose Pond Hill, which is a mountain in there called Goose Pond Hill, all that area. Uh, you're going to have all the runoff coming down the the North the the North Branch River is going to get that runoff, and South Branch River is going to uh, uh, no South Branch River won't be affected so much, but the North Branch River is going to bring it all down to where the, in in South Branch where the Forks Pool joins two rivers, and uh, all of the washout is going to be down through there. It's going to come right in. Right down through the right down through the through the main part of the valley, where and all those salmon rivers, those top number, top class salmon rivers, mm. they're gonna get hit bad. I got them. I, I seen the, just the logging process in there over the years, which hadn't put many roads in. There wasn't much of roads, but the the mm. amount of silt that come down that river because of logging roads. Mm. Uh, and that's very minor compared to what I see what what these type of roads and, and, and the land that's going to be cleared. It's uh, I can only imagine what's going to come down that river. That was Art Ryan of Mountaintop Outfitters speaking to us from Doyle's. And that's it for the program. Look for us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and introducing our new website, Mi'kmaqMatters.com. The Mi'kmaq Matters team is producer Allison Baker, correspondent Greg Jaynes, and researcher Hilary McInnes. I'm Glenn Wheeler, Emsonville.